0: While many kids are making their holiday wish lists, the patients at Nationwide Children's Hospital are simply wishing they could be home. But you have the power to make their stay a little brighter. The moment you make a donation, the butterflies on the lawn at Nationwide Children's light up for our patients to see. And that gift brings joy, funds research, and the world's finest care. Please, light up the lawn. Light up a life. Give now at nationwidechildrens.org give. Peace, peace, everyone. It's your girl, Sequoia Blue. We're back in here with another episode. Happy to be here. We had a long day, and we got a special guest, Yannick. She is an event promoter. She got stuff going on. She's going to tell us about what's going on and what she has going on in her world, how her business started. So how's it going? I am all good in the neighborhood. <laughs> it's like 7.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right now.
1: Ooh. So as I was Miss Sequoia, listen, I am one dinner and a few drinks in, so y'all are gonna get all the tea. Okay, so if you have questions, if you can't ask questions, ask them because this is where you're gonna get yes,
0: we got the comments going. Let's get the comments right. rolling. Um, and I, you know, life is good,
1: I have no real complaints. I'm here, I feel like I have gone through all the trials and tribulations this year and I am still thriving so I'm very happy about that um, you know I'm just taking things one day at a time trying to figure out my life you know
0: that's how it should be because that's what life's about one day at a time because we all don't know everything and things change so tell me about what you do like what how did you get into this business alright
1: so you you had said earlier that I'm an event promoter
0: funny enough
1: I used to be, but I'm not anymore. Um, Once upon a time, when I was in college, I literally used to, like, promote for nightclubs, right? Um, You know, I'm a sorority girl who used to, like, hang out all the time, Jamaican chick, right? So, you know, we love, Jamaicans love to party. There's a Jamaican bathing, oh, I don't even know how to point. There's a Jamaican bathing suit. (laughs) Oh, nice. I designed that, so that's a whole other story, but I'll tell you all about that later. Um... And I would go to these parties, right? And i promote and i fill up rooms. And I said to promoters, like, hey, so who designs your flyers? And they'll tell me, and I'd be like, all right, well, how about I do that for a lower price and faster? So I started my graphic design company by designing flyers out of my bedroom, like my college dorm room. And I moved back into my mom, out of my bedroom in my mom's house. Then that paid for, like, my penthouse
0: apartment
1: in Miami. And I was
0: doing that out of my little penthouse apartment in Miami, Ooh. by myself. Now, don't you love how I said house penthouse
1: Miami? Like, wait, what? That's a big deal. Like, a penthouse Miami? That's, most people dream of that. <laughs> like, how- <laughs> like, sis, how do you put little and penthouse in Miami together? That's not little. That's
0: big boy. That's big it's boy style. Like,
1: right? <laughs> but, like, so it's funny because now I think it's little. Because I was like, oh, that's child's play. <laughs> that's child's play. Because now I can do complete, a completely different thing with my life and my my finances and my resources because I've, I've been able to, like, level up in this way. But back to, you know, origin story, right? So I got really tired of having to go pick up my, like, money at, like, 4 o'clock. So if you don't know anything about, like, Miami, South Florida, like, clubs close at, like, 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. And then by the time they're done counting all the money from the bar and the door, it's like, you know, you know, five, six, seven o'clock. And then you wait for your money. And then, like, you go with the club owners or the promoters, whichever, whoever you're friendly with for breakfast after that. And then you go home. And so those are the people I was kicking it with the make my money. And I was like, yo, I'm tired of this. Like. You know, I was like, I want to be at home with my man. You know, by this time, I got myself a little blue thing and all that. All right. be at home. And I'm like, I don't really like this. So how do I figure out a way to make, you know, comparable money with the same skill set? And then boom, I went into corporate America. I took that portfolio that I built in promotional events and nightlife and translated that same skill set into corporate America. And they were like, all right, we can rock with this. And I'm like, all right, cool. So... Went to corporate America, right? And I never got rid of my client list. What I would do is I'd hire other designers to fulfill or to work for my clients, but I'd always be the go-between. So my clients would always still come to me, and I'd hire other designers to do the work. While I went to 95 and kick it with my man. And it was just like, oh, y'all can mail the check now because, you know, to stop corporate money, so she don't need that money to pay in rent. You know, it's cool. All right now. Um. Then I got to a place where I kept getting laid off from corporate America. Mm. Like, there was a time where I was working for a company for like two, three months, and then they laid me off, and I was like, "Whoa, what happened?" They're like, "Yeah." Like they brought like all of us into a room, and then they were like, "Yeah, everybody except that guy is done." I'm like, "Whoa, dang." What, what what you just hired us like we just started like this just bought a new car like Dang. <laughs> and, and that kind of scenario not necessarily the three month thing but like just being laid off kept happening to me and at first I thought yo it's me and then like upon reflection, mm-hmm. I realized it wasn't me because those same people who were laying me off right like the actual people would still like kick it with me and check in on me and like be like yo we have like a freelance project we can give you for like you know you know a couple months or whatever so it was like it's clearly that they don't like me and it's very not because i don't mm. do the job well the company just was structured in a way where it made more sense to outsource to a agency than to hire someone full-time and i was like yeah why the hell am i not the agency So I decided Mm -hmm. to start my own, right? I already, Mm -hmm. I'm already out here outsourcing to talent and having them like do the work while I'm going. So bump corporate America, corporate America need to call me, boo.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: where we're at. Like we're now at this stage where now we are as an organization, YCAMB produces all the marketing visuals and assets for varying corporate events. So again, tying it back to that nightlife, tying it back to corporate America. And there was a time where like I was working in the trade show departments of organizations, working mm. in the you know corporate event planning sections of, of varying corporate organizations. And like really like making very impactful designs for them that really affected their sales numbers and bottom line and it was like well it's time for me to take those metrics and tell somebody else about them heck yeah so now like we have like a such a like impressive client list that is kind of like
0: wow buy
1: from us or not um and i'm actually really proud
0: of that yeah that's a big deal
1: i found a way to even make the organization as a whole so much more sustainable and so much more scalable one of our biggest differentiated factors they're like oh you own a you own a um you own a marketing agency and i'm like no no mm. we own a graphic design agency right and for yeah. our graphic design clients we also offer social media management ah. but we don't offer that to people at, at least at this time I'm i'm thinking about changing it in yeah. 2023 it depends on if my business advisors convince me we're gonna meet in New York this month. Um, sorry, not this month. this is November, so next month. But yeah. if they convince me to like make it like a public facing offering, but right now the only thing we offer to the general public, like people who we don't know like that, is graphic design services. If we feel like you like we rock with you, like you the homie, like it's an <laughs> idea, not just from like a, what we provide for you, but like we like you. Like it's mm-hmm. important. It's important for me. Yeah. For our clients to be people who we want to work with. That's important. important. But also our team, right? Like that can provide like a positive and healthy work environment for us. We're not gonna. We're not gonna put. We're not gonna put ourselves in the position to like bring on more intense working partnerships with people that require much more detail oriented relationship. If we yeah. to
0: rock with you Like we're not for everybody And that's okay Especially with social media Because most social media management People are very particular no, So you
1: So no, both being particular We live We have to have a very specific level of trust Right Because Yeah This is your face outside My guy Like mm-hmm. There are people There might be a couple people You know In the comments going like We hate X company name And you have to trust mm-hmm. us To go in there And be like Number one Have the right response And number two it accordingly Right, so it's a it's a whole different vibe. Nonetheless, um, we are a graphic design agency first, social
0: media management agency,
1: not even second, maybe like
0: fourth. <laughs> um, you the- like you like the graphic design part the most, which is very fun because it's well, it's
1: no, it's not even about fun. It's about. Yeah. Providing a very specific service that saves our clients time and money and yeah. allowing them to be able to trust us as mm-hmm. experts within our field. Because we're experts in social media management, too, but mm-hmm. I don't even know why I'm talking about it because it ain't for everybody. Like it's not. We we're not, we're not even like even now, like let's say if we took on a social media management client that wasn't our client previously as a graphic design client, they had to have been referred. I'm not telling them
0: otherwise. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: It's not a thing. It's not like they have to come in already trusting us as experts because they've already seen what we've done for someone else and they've gotten that firsthand testimonial. We don't have to like push it on them. It's just like when they're when, yeah, yeah. when they're coming, they're ready to go. They're like, "All right, so are you going to send us the invoice or not?"
0: And word of mouth is the best thing. You know, I always yeah, say no, that absolutely. that's it. That's the only one of the thing best. about word of
1: mouth is word of mouth is not always scalable. And so, oh, no. in terms of what we're talking about, again, the bread and butter of our business, it's the graphic design, right? Mm-hmm. We can show people what we did. We can tell them about what we did, right? When it comes to social media, it's so much things going on in the background that, like, if you ain't here it firsthand, it's like you never heard it all. I don't even know. I don't even know how I managed to go ahead. Ask her, I'm, no, you're fine. I'm taking <laughs> no. Over.
0: You're good. So what? So why did you? Why did you say that Canva? You don't like Canva. You prefer Adobe for graphic All design. So, um, and it's funny because a lot of people
1: confuse my relationship with Canva. Mm. I think Canva is an amazing tool. I think Canva it provides access to um, varying entities to kind of get the kind of quick, low budget turnaround that they may need. Especially for like you're a smaller business just starting up, like being able to kind of like facilitate that, create those design assets that you don't have money to do, but you have time to do. Cause I tell you all that: if you don't have money, you have time. You gotta pick one. Either you're going to do it yourself or you're going to pay some money to do it. And that's why it's your time. And if you don't have, again, money, you better have time. So Mm -hmm. uh, Canva provides this resource, this low-budget resource people who have time and not money. However, it is also responsible for creating some of the ugliest things out there in the world. And not just aesthetically, but from a consumer digestion perspective. Sometimes it's very ineffective because everybody thinks they're a designer. They help, they know nothing about color theory. They know nothing about um, the customer journey. They know nothing about the customer response because those aren't things that they study. You're like, oh, this is pretty, right? Mm-hmm. For me, it's funny. I had a, I had a conversation with a client today, and they do they do major events, right? They do events for Apple, the NFL, like all these different things, and we provide those resources for them, the visual resources that they can put together to basically produce those events, whether it's signing, mm-hmm. advertising, um, you know, visual assets, emails, websites, all these things. Um, and they were like, Hey, this particular booklet, like this so is the program booklet. Pardon me. It was changing so frequently that we didn't have a problem with you guys as a team, but we were getting the feedback from the client so like furiously fearlessly, firstly fearlessly, we wanted to be able to edit ourselves so they were like can this be built in canva so that we can like take the five minutes change because it? it feels more worth our time to take the five minutes to make this text update than to send it back to you to make this like text update and we're getting like let's say 50 text up 50 text updates every day up until mm-hmm. the end. and it's like a month out. Absolutely. We can create, design, layout, this amazing template for you that you can make these very small tweaks to and feel empowered to have control over your specific work environment to deliver the best results for your clients in the most timely and effective way. Nothing wrong if you use Canva that way. But if you want to jump to Canva and pretend like you're a designer, go ahead. Fail if you want to, but you're not going to fail on my regard. Like, true you're not, you're not going to sit here and like create a, you know, a Facebook ad and think you did something special because you use a template. Like that Facebook ad might not work for your audience. Your audience might not be receptive to those visuals. That's
0: true. Receptive
1: to that layout. And I mean, we eat, we don't necessarily write content for you, but we'll give you feedback, right? We'll say, Hey, just want to let you know, this is what's actually happening in that market space. And that's, and that um, and that vertical and this is kind of the direction you may want to go if you want to be more impactful. Um, our web design services also not something that like we offer to everybody. We don't mm-hmm. got time for people who think, oh well, we could just go to Fiverr and do. will then take your ass to Fiverr then.
0: <laughs> well, Fiverr is a little different now because Fiverr is okay if you already kind of got a basis of what you how to design no, and stuff. Do. But when it Fiber, comes down to does. Every
1: everything works. Clear Canva clearly works because it's a thriving business. Fiverr clearly works as a thriving business. Everything works. You just have to know what works for you. If you don't know anything about, this-
2: hey, guess what? It's not as hard to start a fitness or weight loss program as you think. And I'm going to give you a hundred dollars in free home gym equipment to prove it. I'm Carl, the co-founder of Body. That's Body with an I. The health and fitness app with thousands of five-star reviews because our people get results. And I guarantee you'll lose five to ten pounds in your first month or you don't pay. Just sign up for a body annual membership during our New Year's Kickstart event in the next 10 minutes, and I'll send you $100 worth of home fitness gear to help you succeed with classics like P90X, Pio, and 21 Day Fix. In fact, we have over 120 workout programs for every level of fitness, even one for beginners only. Listen, if you don't succeed, you get your money back but keep the $100 in equipment is my gift just for trying. You've got 10 minutes, so go to body.com to sign up now. Again, that's bodywithaneye.com. All right, here we are. You
3: promised yourself you'll get fit and healthy. 2024 is going to be different, right? But why is it different? Because you've got Body on your side. That's Body with an I, the health and fitness app that is proven to deliver results.
1: Whatever that goal is in front of you, we're sprinting towards it right now.
3: Our subscribers lose 5 to 10 pounds in their first month, and we think you will too. Let's make this your year. There's even a home gym starter kit, a $100 value, free when you sign up for a year of Body. This is the training that's going to get you the results. And Body has over 120 structured home workout programs. No matter how experienced you are or what you're into, there is a program that will work for you. And Body has the largest fitness community on the planet. There are literally thousands of success stories. Nobody does results better than Body. And right now, when you sign up for a one-year Body membership, you'll get a $100 home gym starter kit for free. Listen, if you don't succeed, you get your money back. And keep the $100 in equipment as Body's gift just for trying. Sign up today at Body.com. That's BodyWithAnEye.com.
1: Design. if you don't already have an established brand look and feel, where are you going?
0: Well, yeah, people? I mean, you're going to need some guidance.
1: Why are you and stuff, there? Yeah. And you're not going to get that by going to Fiverr or deciding to to, to, to drum up a template on Canva. You're
0: well, not you, and yet, yeah, you got to know how to tell them what to do, too, because those guys aren't doing your content. You know, they're yes. you doing your own content. You got to do your thing. They're doing
1: what you told them to do. And sometimes, yeah. guess what? You tell them foolishness.
0: Yeah, and sometimes so they it don't, don't
1: come out the way you want. You know,
0: because
1: you're, I, not, you're not a subject matter expert within that framework. Mm-hmm. Whereas I am, to be honest, I could probably go on Fiverr and give people instruction, get a bomb ass result. But I've also been working in the design space for 12 plus years. We're not the same Mm -hmm. people. And it's okay. I understand. Like my, my real estate developer people, they build billion dollar businesses. Like they're, you know, one, one unit in their the building that they're, they're selling is $3 million. Mm. I don't know anything about that. I know how to sell it. I know how to market it. But you want me to do? You want me to work on develop? Nah, that ain't my thing. That's I mean. just side. That. Y'all can take my money though if you want me to invest. I, got you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know that's right. But I'm so not. do gonna, you? I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I'm the subject yeah. expert on
0: that. Yeah, I mean I think most of the time fiber is like getting you a start, you know what I mean? Because I've used fiber yeah. sometimes. This is almost like a starter up situation. I actually, tell you people know? all but the be, time. Be knowledgeable.
1: Yeah. I tell no yeah. well, you know, I tell people all the time, I literally say it all the time. I understand I had to start, right? Everybody yeah. has to start. And if you have to DIY it to start and to like have a proof of concept and know that your your business is valuable and I can actually make money. Ugly things sell all the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All ugly things make money all day, every day. Oh yeah, I've seen right. That, this idea you know, it that. doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be like Apple level design to sell. But if you want to sell more, if you want to grab a hold of a different target audience, if you want to increase your prices, you gotta you gotta up the game a little bit that yeah, scenario than getting proof of concept mm-hmm. proof of concept go on ahead get that fiber go on ahead and camera that thing together diy but like I, when you're I, ready to grow your business increase your sales when you're ready to really lock in on that target audience that's when you call people like me
0: that's right. You call You go ahead and call Yannick and she'll hook you all up. That's yeah. And that's what it's about. When you get the money, get where you want to go, contact her. You know, if you got a business credit card, you can contact her, you know, because there's What's different that? ways. You know, People understand you don't have to always use your own money. You can always get a business credit card. Oh, that's, you know, that's, that's get grants. Thing.
1: That's another thing I tell people all the time. So sometimes people reach out to me, right? I'm real big on Do you have funds to invest in the growth of your business? If the answer is no, I refer you to several business financial experts that I know who love my referrals and show them preferred attention to get them the funds that they need to invest in their business. Do not come over here telling me you have a
0: hundred dollars. I can't help you. Yeah, that's (laughs) that's not that because I know what how much time it could take, you know. What you dealt can
1: with
0: is no get business. that camera investment get that camera yeah you get that camera. start off do once thing. once you
1: get that proof of concept and you keep you start getting money in the door then you can holler at the professional and be like all right fix me up fix me up i just i just made a hundred dollars i'm trying to make ten thousand
0: what's So that? that's how it should be because the solopreneur bus is getting late you know getting outdated it's hard to be a solopreneur because it's a lot that goes into it, you know? And I think that it's okay to utilize a company that is gonna do the work for you. Now, what do you think about ads? Like, do you think that businesses need to consider getting ads done? I know you touched on social media, but some people are like, man, I wanna do ads to get money. I just wanna sit here and hope people come to me. Um, Okay,
1: so here's the thing about ads. Ads specifically are not required for every business. However, every business needs to create some kind of inbound or outbound traffic system to get new leads or clients. Now, there's like, you call like nets or spheres, right? Like nets is like posting on social media, doing podcasts, having, you know, doing talks, doing presentations, all of that, right? Then there's spheres where it's, where it's like you know actually like sticking into it like who you want which is Mm -hmm. like having a referral program for like existing clients um you know where it's like actually doing retargeting ads to like the people who visit your website where it's actually like you know uploading a lookalike audience to Facebook and saying find people that Mm -hmm. look like this because these are people that buy from me so I don't know if ads are required for every single business. But what I do know is an, uh, a sustainable, reliable way of getting new leads every single month is required. Mm-hmm. Now, people do ads, and I ended a podcast about this because I, I have a podcast too. Yep. Um, yeah, so it's, it's called Events is 365. And actually, we talked about this with one of our guests. We were talking about like, Some people say they try ads and they didn't work. It's not that the ads didn't work. What it was is that you didn't understand what your target, who your target audience was. You didn't understand what the problem is that you're actually trying to solve for them. And you didn't, sometimes, sometimes you didn't spend enough money. So it's like a couple of different things. And then maybe, maybe where you're sending them to does not line up with the message that you started with. So like, You posted an ad about how you can, you know, save the world, but then when they clicked the link, all they saw was a landing page about how you're going to kill
0: people. Oh, yeah. It's not
1: lining up. Sometimes the messages don't line up and people don't realize that fixing that little problem changes the entire game for them.
0: That's true. And, and google ads has better way for targeting too i feel like google ads has the best targeting system out there i mean i know it's expensive a little bit more expensive than facebook and instagram but i think it's worth it if you try to get oh, to that know, game
1: you know no you know you know where it's really expensive and I, I don't even want to give them a plug but um linkedin ads are expensive ads, but mm. they're really targeted like, you can do this thing called a Boolean search. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to Google. Go to YouTube University. Look it up. B-O-O-L-E-A-N. Free game. I'm not charging y'all. Okay? Do a, like, look up a Boolean search. There's this guy named Ravi Avovala, who does a really great job of, like, teaching people how to do Boolean searches that work really well for us, too. Um, he's actually the one that taught it to me. And... You can get some really like you can spend forty five dollars per click, which is high as hell. Ooh. But with that forty five dollars, you're making a thousand. So who well, Hey, it? shoot. <laughs> yeah, I do. haven't
0: tried LinkedIn and X, that's I a good mean, idea.
1: Me saying making a thousand by the way is generous because like our minimum entry is twenty five hundred. So again, mm-hmm. it's forty it's forty five dollars. Who cares?
0: Yeah, that's not bad to me. Right. like the re- that, That's what people like to
1: call the return on your investment.
0: And that's what, yeah, the ROAS, right? <laughs> yes. Also that too, because that return, man, you got to make sure because, th- you know, there's so much Facebook training now. I took a Facebook uh, training course and I learned a lot. I think it's important that people take advantage of these free trainings right now because they weren't listen. there a few years ago when I first started business. I
1: started, <laughs> I started spending clearly way too much money with it because I remember I remember once upon a time I'm gonna say 2012 when like the companies I was working for they were spending a lot of money with Facebook and so Facebook would invite us to their offices like their local offices and like teach us and train us and all these different things like what the visuals should look like what the ad should target this that and the third and I realized I was spending too much money with Facebook now because now they're setting up meetings with me. And I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't uh-uh. Yeah, Facebook like, don't, I don't be knowing. I, like, I, I was like, I don't like this. This means I spend too much money with y'all because if y'all are willing to invest human resources in talking to me, it means that I'm spending too much money with
0: y'all. I thought <laughs> the same way. They was trying to do a consultation with me. I said, oh. I
1: was like, I don't know if I like this. This is... <laughs> But, but then
0: you yeah. get you get on with them. Sometimes they don't even know they, they know less than you. Some of the Facebook uh, specialists. So, all right.
1: Well, we gonna find out. I, I mean, I hate.
0: It. I'm not trying to knock y'all Facebook specialists, but I'm just saying. No, like, no. Know, I'm here with them. no, no, no.
1: But here's the thing. I wholeheartedly believe you, right? Because if if this is a thing, because I remember, let I me mean, remember, like you go remember in my head. But <laughs> it's The company okay. that I was working for, they're spending like five hundred thousand dollars a month. I'm not spending that. Oh, no. And so if they are bringing in people right to service people who are spending like five thousand dollars a month on ads, that means that there has to be a lower, a lower hourly threshold, which means that there's probably less resources put into that person, not just from an educational perspective, but financially. And so to be honest, you could knock it if you want to, because it is what it is but yeah. it's kind of also a reflection of you get what you pay for because that's really that's also what that is right if we're, if we're spending if we're spending millions of dollars a year we're not getting the top we're not getting the low the low tier facebook advisor we getting top tier ah uh, okay i see what
0: you're saying getting, that
1: makes sense we're getting flown out to california baby
0: oh shoot well let me look all right
1: <laughs> you're like let me spend a million no the hell no let
0: me that. try to find it no <laughs> don't do that. Don't, don't so do that. so what does your morning routine look like for an entrepreneur there's so many things people hear about like get up at 4 a.m and jog for an hour and then 5 a.m you're calling people and stuff getting ahead of the game like what what does it so, look like for you
1: all right i'm gonna share my morning routine but i also want to share this I high key feel like early morning routines don't mean a damn thing. What is important is making sure you carve out uninterrupted time to work. It just so happens that early in the morning, most people are sleeping. So that's the easiest time to not be distracted. But if like me, you're a single woman with no children and you live alone, it's easy to get, turn off the devices and have, you know, three, four hours of uninterrupted time in the middle of the day. When I tell my team I'm not to be disturbed, it means I'm not to be disturbed. Figure it out. Handle it with the resources I've given you. Handle it with the standard operating procedures that you, I know you have access to. Um, but here is where it gets a little a little weird, right? So it, it almost gets a little hypocritical because... I wake up around five six o'clock in the morning. Again, there are days when I don't do that. Like Monday, mm-hmm. I actually, I think I think Monday I did I didn't work until like ten p.m. I started working. I didn't do anything all day, but I required that for my body. I need to reset. Um, yeah. but typically, I wake up five o'clock in the morning. I go work out on the beach. I live in Jamaica, by the way. Right now, I'm not in Jamaica, but I'm, I'm i'm in florida right now helping my mom with some stuff because i'm a good daughter um and well like when i'm in jamaica wake up five o'clock in the morning talk to my grandma for a little bit and when i say a little bit i mean like a little bit and then i head um head over to the beach and i work out um i work out for about an hour and then i kind of like hang out for another hour sometimes i swim a couple laps um Somewhere between like one and two miles, depending on like what's actually happening out there. Um, mm-hmm. There's some waters that actually have crocodiles, so oh, I'm, goodness. A big, I'm a big scaredy cat. Especially if like if I see a lot of seaweed and I can't figure out if it's a crocodile or a seaweed, um, I just be like, all right, turning around. I know that's right. <laughs> and then um, the night before, I've already drawn on my to-do list, so I'll show you. Like this is a picture for like like I draw up my to-do list. And, that's important Um, so by the time I get back home sometimes I eat breakfast sometimes I don't the only reason why I've been eating breakfast these days is because my grandma complains that I'm not eating and she's worried that I'm going to die oh, no. instead of just thinking like your granddaughter just fasting in the day now she's like you're going get my stomach and I'm like bro I've been doing this for a <laughs> long time um, anyway so sometimes I eat sometimes oh grandmas don't do that <laughs> She, she likes to make breakfast for me and lunch for me and dinner for me. So I let her do all those things. My mom tells me I'm spoiled, which I'm fine with. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Did I tell you I live with my grandma? So I live with my grandma. No one believes me half the time. I'm like, no, I live with my grandma. She's a recent widow. Why would I leave her to live by herself? I can go live with my grandma. We can hang out.
0: Um, yeah, Jamaica's beautiful.
1: Yeah, and so there's that. And then... Go through my to-do list. So like the first, so between 10 and noon, most times it's me like chugging through my to-do list. Um, And then there are meetings seated throughout. Whenever I don't block off that first two hours to get through my to-do list, it ends up that I have a long day. So then I work until like eight, nine o'clock, sometimes 10 p.m. And then I go to bed around like 10.30. I take Mm -hmm. lunch around 12, one o'clock. Um, and I hang out with my grandma downstairs and, like, eat something again.
0: Just eat all the good food, Jamaican food, that I want. Meat. Fried conk. <laughs>
1: um,
0: I don't like conch. What? Nope. Mm-mm-mm. That's my it's, favorite. It's a thing.
1: It's, a, it's really a thing. Not as much of a thing as it is in the Bahamas, but it's a thing. And I'm just like, yeah, no. Lobster and fish me, please. You can leave the conk. I like that, too. <laughs> yeah. um, and then... Around 5 o'clock, I eat dinner.
2: Hey, guess what? It's not as hard to start a fitness or weight loss program as you think. And I'm going to give you $100 in free home gym equipment to prove it. I'm Carl, the co-founder of Body. That's Body with an I. The health and fitness app with thousands of five-star reviews because our people get results. And I guarantee you'll lose 5 to 10 pounds in your first month or you don't pay. Just sign up for a body annual membership during our New Year's Kickstart event in the next 10 minutes and I'll send you $100 worth of home fitness gear to help you succeed with classics like P90X, Pio, and 21 Day Fix. In fact, we have over 120 workout programs for every level of fitness, even one for beginners only. Listen, if you don't succeed, you get your money back. But keep the $100 in equipment is my gift just for trying. You've got 10 minutes, so go to body.com to sign up now. Again, that's body with an I Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com.
0: It's my little escape.
2: Now Judy's the life of the party.
0: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
2: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Oh, you asked me about the morning routine. I'm just giving you the whole day. Um, Well, that's
0: fine because somebody might want to know your whole day. So then 6
1: o'clock, depending on the mood, sometimes I will go for a three to five mile walk with one of my neighbors around the community um and then I'll come back and I'll work again that normally takes like an hour then I'll come back and then I'll work again until you know 10 o'clock that sounds like a
0: fun schedule (laughs) yeah yeah.
1: but that's like Monday through Thursday so Fridays I try not to work at all Mm. my team laughs at me because I often do work on Fridays like I do like the things I do on Fridays like podcasts like podcast interviews um, reviewing projects stuff like that I'll do on a Friday but I I don't do meetings on Fridays like mm. the planet has to be burning like scorched earth type thing for me to do a meeting on Friday uh, or maybe I had, I had to do some traveling in the middle of the week like I'll work on Friday but like I try not to work on Friday Saturday and Sunday though Sis focuses on herself. Sis, mm. you know, goes to rivers, hangs out with her friends, you know, enjoys her love life that people think is non-existent, which is fine. I don't care.
0: Um Yeah, that's that's an opinion of some people of a working woman. Like she doesn't have time for a relationship, but we do. We know how I've certain people it. know how to make time for what they really want to make time for. There's certain time there's ways to do it.
1: Yeah, but then there's also like even like so I had I had a I had dinner with one, of uh, like, a client, like, an old client today. And then I had drinks after that dinner with another older <laughs> client. And when I'm with them, my phone is off. Like, I mean, yeah. not, not, like, literally off, but it's on Do Not Disturb, and it's in my purse. That's how should be. Then I set an alarm because I had to be here for this podcast, right? So I set an alarm and I let everybody know, like, at this time I'm not available. And then the alarm goes off and I'm like, okay, all right, talk to you later, bye! (laughs) Um, That's right. But when I'm with them, I'm there and I'm present and I'm, like, nurturing and appreciating that relationship. And it's the same with my personal life. Like, when I was my guy, I'm my guy. When I was my family, I'm my family. And that's it.
0: I like that you know because it's important to um, be in the moment with everything you do because life is indeed short so you want to enjoy every moment you're in and I like that you said that because that self-care is important I'm always big on self-care on this podcast so I like that you said what you do on the weekends and your self-care and stuff 24-7 I'm I'm a person person and, and I don't think
1: that I should I don't think I should ever have to sacrifice living and enjoying life to make money
0: there we go and that's it's, how i feel too it's, not, I'm it's really it. and truly not necessary it's not because it, the, the even true in happiness grind time. is what it is
1: yeah even even in grind time right like people are, you know people are talking now about like start, soft life versus hard life out i get the concept but like i don't really i don't really like i don't really no, i don't do soft or hard life i just do life right? That's like, right. There's sometimes where you have to buckle down, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And then there's
1: sometimes where you can just like live, but it's really about finding like the right mixture of that for you, because you know my guy, he comes with me to the the beach every morning too, right? But like after 10 a.m., we don't talk. <laughs> we don't talk. That's my grind time. Hit yeah. Me the text message in the night though, like you good? Yeah, my my all right. All right, cool.
0: And that's how it should be. Like, they should respect your time. You know what I mean? And I think sometimes it's hard for women now in a dating game to find that type of guy. Because, like, oh, they don't understand. Rather, you're nine-to-five or are an entrepreneur. Woo. Some guys get a little intimidated. They don't want you to,
1: It's you funny. Know, do a lot. I'm, I, I know if he listens to this podcast, I'm going to get a phone call and get a holy little slack. Because I had an ex-boyfriend. The boyfriend before this one. And... Um, he's wealthy, right? So he was just like, You don't make enough time for me. So I'm gonna pay you seven thousand dollars a month that you can stop working. And I'm like, Okay. I said, No. Because I'm not your wife. What's gonna yeah. happen? What's gonna happen when we're not together anymore? I'm gonna have to rebuild my career. It would have been a whole yeah. different thing if I was your wife. Shout out to Alimony if you leave me. Like it's a whole different it's a whole different ball game. But you're not yeah. committing to me for a lifetime, you're committing to me for right now so
0: yeah. yep. no and some people like I their work like so yeah Um, I mean number one, I mean, I don't have a problem I, I like
1: what I do for a living but there are days where I'm like I would love to like not work and have someone take care of me but what I'm also not going to do is set myself up to be like looking crazy when I'm living on the couch with a bunch of girls in a 5 bedroom apartment and there's 20 of us
0: Oh, you nobody know. got time for that <laughs> We still want to live, enjoy life and have our sink, shoot, sanctions.
1: Yeah, and, you know. so I rather I rather go to work every day and have you complain that I don't make enough time for you. You can't tell me that I don't make enough time for you when I tell you from ten to from eight a.m. to ten a.m. I'm available to ride bikes with you, and you show up at nine thirty. That's all you, my mm. guy. Like
0: yeah. And that makes sense I think a man should respect the woman And the woman should respect the man You want a man with to take you out and stuff He's going to work You know And yeah. just understand that Have some things going on for yourself Your own hobbies So um, I don't want to hold you on too long Because I know you've been had a long day But um, I have one more I have like a few more questions So what um, books that do you recommend to the audience And why? Like what are your favorite books? Oh So
1: I got some of them here And I'm just going to pull them out I'm just going to pull them out Uh, oh my gosh one of my favorite books is not here I loaned it to my friend Um, Uh but it's it's called it's not called The Sliding Scale Hmm. I'm I'm gonna remember it in a second Um, then the other one is The Four Agreements that's one of my favorite books oh I love The Four Agreements I read that every year um, at the beginning of the year that's like a refresher for me just like to remind myself um, and then another really great one that I can think of is Clockwork. Clockwork is actually really great. Um, oh, another one, Profit First. Profit First changed the entire way I structured my business. That's a really great book. First. Um, Mike Michalowicz wrote that one. I'm surprised I actually remember his name because I never remember those things. Um, oh, my
0: gosh. Wait. It's not called sliding scale. Try to think if I know it, because I read a lot, so I'm trying to think if I know it. Oh my gosh. Listen.
1: No, I had to go to the I had to go to the Google. Hold
0: on.
1: Hmm. And I literally, I literally was gonna go into my library, but I loaned the book to a friend. So she, she's in this business. Um uh, sorry, not in this business, in this building. Hmm. It's called
0: it's a, it might be a slide. Scale. Oh, I'm Is a. Is it move the cheese? No,
1: oh, i a- the slight edge.
0: Damn. Oh, the slight it's edge. The slight
1: edge. Uh, okay. So that's actually another good book that I think everybody should read. It definitely talks about like compounding. Um, talks about compounding effort, and it's like gives like kind of like a lot of encouragement for like entrepreneurs in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those are some of like my favorites that I can think of. Oh, another good one now, and I, I, I've been doing, like, these, I call them Johnny Book Clubs on YouTube. I, don't laugh at me. I think I'm YouTube famous <laughs> now because I have, like, a thousand subscribers. And I know that's, I'm now, but I think that's I'm a big famous. deal. I am convinced on YouTube famous now. It's it. Um, but um, Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins is, like, a really, really good oh, one. Oh, I like
0: David Goggins. I like yeah. him. Um, my mom's calling me, and I don't know why. Anywho, oh, oh, yeah. Let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna wrap it up. But no, 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 no. no. Oh.
1: I, I actually have this slated until eight thirty. So you know she'll be okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna be like, what's up? Question mark. Oh, oh. Right. I just remembered what it is. So she just recently became an entrepreneur. Um. Oh. And she wants me to help. So she did an LLC, but she wants me to help her. Set up her DBA for something, and because she was, sick, she was like, "Yeah, should I just have the lawyer do it?" And I'm like, "Bro, it's like a, it's like thirty minutes of your time and two hundred dollars. Why do you want to pay the lawyer a thousand dollars?" Like, just come to my house.
0: Anyway, hey, she got you. <laughs> <laughs> I can see if uh, she didn't
1: have you, <laughs> right? Um So that that's one of the many things I'm helping my mom out with right now. She's starting her new business, and she has her child as her like help her um anywho so don't worry i texted her um and told her she could just come over anywho so those are the books that i think are like really good i think no i think those books by themselves are actually really life-changing yeah those are
0: big the four agreements is definitely a big boy i didn't think the prophet the profit first yet i'm gonna check that out myself because i yeah, like for, to profit this. profit for like profit first literally
1: changed the entire structure of my business financially um
0: and there's
1: a thing that they talk about there's a thing that they talk about or they talk about your business well not they but he where they talk about your business Sustaining you is the view sustaining the business. That's the biggest takeaway that I got from that book. And again, it changed the entire structure, mm-hmm. an entire like an entire outlook of my business. Because even like right now, like I feel like I unapologetically take myself out, buy myself nice things, mm-hmm. and that's because I have now restructured how my business pays me instead of always thinking, oh, I need to invest more money in the business. No, mm. sis, the business is there to sustain you. You are not there to sustain the business. What are you
0: doing? Relax. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so, yeah.
0: I like that. I like that. And um, I was going to ask, what what made you want to move to Jamaica? Because I know the U.S. got a lot going on. A lot of people Ooh. are moving overseas. Uh, All right,
1: so it's going to get a little weird. Do not say uh, okay? Um, okay. Okay, good. I was about to say because you actually have to agree to this. I need verbal agreement. So if you do it, I can chastise you on your own show. So <laughs> um my dad died on March 20th of this year. My brother was murdered on May 2nd of this year. And I was like, yeah, America's ghetto. I'm going home. Mm. That's, that's why I moved. I then like I mean, I've always been looking to like leave America. Um America has like, provided a lot of, like, resources to me and, like, access to things that I would not have had if I solely, like, lived and grew up in Jamaica. So, I grew up there, right? But, like, my adulthood was felt spent in America, which, again, gave me access to resources, to people, to things that I wouldn't have had just living in Jamaica. However, the life I was living in Jamaica was good. Like, I'm living in the same house I grew up in right now in Jamaica. Like, that's like, like yeah like there was no you know, i'm i'm never hungry like I, I was never i mean sure i was bored but i was a kid you know there were yeah. experiences where like you know how to go to certain places or do certain things or hang out with certain people but that's what you do to your children right? you like you you give them regulations so they can grow up in a very specific way and learn specific things and all that um but like for me jamaica was peace right my grandma mm. Oh, so circle back. So my dad is actually my grandpa, not like my like, biological father, but like my grandpa and my grandma, they raised me. So now my grandma's a widow. My little brother was my grandma's favorite and I was my grandpa's favorite. So we've now lost our favorite persons in the whole world. Like I don't pretend like there's anything wrong with people, like parents having favorites. Like people who think their parents still have favorites are ridiculous. Um, yeah. like I was my grandpa's favorite and he was my favorite person in the whole wide world even aside from my brother and then my little brother was my best friend and that was my grandma's favorite person in the whole wide world apart from my mom so we both lost our favorite people so it was like well, why, why aren't we together so it was just mm-hmm. like All right, well, I'm going to hold live with my grandma Jamaica provides peace and stability and I get to provide her with a familiar face True. That's how I ended up moving back to Jamaica. And wow. everybody just had to deal with it, right? Like COVID, COVID has already, had already trained all my clients on remote work. I had already, like, all my clients are now remote because why was I going to go ahead and go back to paying rent and overhead for no reason? when everybody in the world has now become accustomed to us working from home. No, no. Like, it's fine. Everybody, no, we're, we're not going back to the office. Work from anywhere in the world. I don't care. Then we started hiring yeah. people from anywhere in the world, so it was just like, all right, well, cool. It was like, so why am I in America? I could be in Jamaica with my grandma. No, I know that's
0: right. Yeah, I think there's nothing wrong with that. I, th- I like, I like that that you made that decision. You know, for both of you. Um, yeah.
1: And now, now I, now and I, I, now I get to experience Jamaica differently, right? I get to experience Jamaica number one as an adult and not poor. Because you know what? And <laughs> let me, let me that's so horrible how I said that but like when you're a kid yeah right, when you're a kid you don't you got do no what thing. your parents tell you to do and you go where your parents tell you to go mm-hmm. now keep in mind my mother when she was in Jamaica took us to a luxury resort every weekend like well, that's nice that's because that's the industry she used to work in i used to fly from one side of the island to the other side of the island every other weekend that's not like that's not that's not something to like throw through the window that's like a like wait, you used to do what? Yeah, no, I used. And there was a time where I used to think that it wasn't a big deal. I was like, yeah, no, that's you a big deal. i on every weekend. I took it for granted. I was just like, yeah, you come mm-hmm. to every weekend. I didn't realize how great of a life they provided to me until I came to America
0: and was like, oh, we're poor here. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Like I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, the U.S. got a lot going on. Well, it's. So, it's I more, mean, because more- I was considering moving to Africa myself, Africa or um, Dubai.
1: Yeah, but like, well, the thing about America is that, well, I don't, I can't use the buy in this situation, but the thing about America is that the cost of living is so high that like, you have to make your own.
2: Hey, guess what? It's not as hard to start a fitness or weight loss program as you think. And I'm going to give you $100 in free home gym equipment to prove it. I'm Carl, the co-founder of Body. That's Body with an I. The health and fitness app with thousands of five-star reviews because our people get results. And I guarantee you'll lose five to ten pounds in your first month or you don't pay. Just sign up for a body annual membership during our New Year's Kickstart event in the next 10 minutes, and I'll send you $100 worth of home fitness gear to help you succeed with classics like P90X, Pio, and 21 Day Fix. In fact, we have over 120 workout programs for every level of fitness, even one for beginners only. Listen, if you don't succeed, you get your money back. But keep the $100 in equipment is my gift just for trying. You've got 10 minutes, so go to body.com to sign up now. Again, that's bodywithaneye.com. Bed
1: here, and that sounds really bad, but keep in mind, I'm a Jamaican kid who's never had to, she had to make her own bed because apparently you have to be taught to make those things, that's what families do. She had to she had to learn to make her own bed, I learned to wash her own clothes, I learned to iron on those things, but... In reality, we had this housekeeper named Miss Agatha. She's been with us for a long time. She was like with us, like when my mom was also going to high school. She said, it's all right, baby. Don't worry. Me wash them for you. You know, like it was kind like, of
0: you know, like, yeah. You really had it, that different type of help that most people, your peers, weren't used to, right? And so then, then you come
1: here and you're like, Ooh, this is ghetto. Like, Ooh. I, just I, can, I can imagine this is you know, this is oh child
0: <laughs> I, I love it I love the, the transition I like the story because it, it is different in different cultures and, and yeah, how somebody sure. grew up compared to someone else
1: It's. So I was on another podcast talking about like the immigrant experience in America and I was saying to them like sometimes you go into corporate America and they think that like you're showing off especially if you just come
0: mm. and like
1: you're like sharing your life experience and, like there's no way that that was your life. Why are you in America? And it's like we're here because our countries don't have very specific opportunities in very specific industries. In order to have the ability to grow in an industry that our country doesn't thrive in, we have to go somewhere else. Yep. But the life the life that we had in our in our countries with our families are sometimes significantly better. I'm not gonna say that there are not instances where that's not the case, but I can't speak from that place because I didn't have that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't pretend like I grew up in a shack somewhere. Even yeah, not it. Yeah, my little brother, you know, rests his soul. I, that's actually my first time actually saying "God rest his soul" out loud because I normally talk about him like he's alive, force a habit, right? But like he do, he used to do this thing where he used to talk about like you know, being impoverished and like struggling and all of these things. And it took a really long time for me to understand why he would do that. And I talked to him and realized it was, he wasn't talking about his life, right? Cause his, you know, his great grandfather was the prime minister of the country. So I know he wasn't talking about his life. He was talking about the life, lives of his friends and using his voice and his mm. song to talk about their struggles. But like he would talk about them like they're their own and we would be like you use your mom's credit card to put gas in your car what are you saying like you're Mm. not not, like you're not struggling you know what i mean (laughs) um but in his head it's like oh well we don't have a housekeeper here so we're poor
0: wow that's interesting so I was gonna ask how was how has COVID changed your world like how did it rock your world did it make it better or worse
1: COVID um and I used to feel guilty saying it but COVID has made my life significantly better 2020 year was the year that my business took off in a completely different way um in terms of the money that I was making uh, in terms of the amount of access I had to people in terms of giving me the bit or forcing me to think differently about how I could make money and give myself access to new leads, new resources, new clients, and like change the way I thought and operated. And I think the biggest thing was cutting down on my overhead. So mm -hmm. I'm also uh, a fine artist, right? And sometimes I forget to like make it sound pretty because I'm an internationally exhibited fine artist. Right? And It's totally a big deal, but sometimes I forget. And I, when COVID like just, you know, started, I had this art studio where I was doing like these painting classes Mm -hmm. and clearly that wasn't happening. And I think I had like two two months left on that lease, but I was selling like somewhere like five to $10,000 in paintings out of my living room every month for like four months in a row. And then my design work was picking up so much Sis wasn't even sleeping. Sis was just working. Sis had Dang. so much work, she was just like whoop, whoop, whoop. And I was making money, and I was stacking Woo. up. So it was kind of just, that, it got to the point where I was like, I have enough money to hire people now. I have enough money to pay for advertising. I can do whatever I want. This is royalty. And, and like, in addition to that, I also had so much time by myself. Because I, I was one of those people who, when they were like locked down. I took it really seriously because I have asthma and I have a heart condition. So I was very like, I can't have visitors. No, you can't come over. I'm not coming outside. And I was locked away for like, probably like a good five months. And then one of my friends died and he had like a similar, he was doing everything that I was doing. He wasn't going anywhere. He was going to the grocery room back home. Went to the grocery store, got COVID and died. And I was like, oh. Well, if I'm gonna die anyway. And then I started going outside again, like nothing happened. At the time, I lived in Atlanta. So mm. by the 4th of July, I was outside with my 4th of July. I was like, okay, guys, if we can all quarantine, we can hang out. Cause they had already been outside. I was like, please just quarantine for two weeks. Everybody is quarantine for two mm-hmm. weeks. And then 4th of July, we'll all be outside. I don't want the first time I go outside, I'm gonna die. Cause I remember like I'm inundated with all these things in the news and Mm -hmm. you know, you know, people being high risk and all these things. And I'm just like like, worried I'm going to die anyway. So that was like my first time, but like, even before then, like, I was like, I don't know, there were so many, like even I ran, I ran 10 miles for the first time in my entire life during lockdown because I would wake up every morning and like, work and then around midday when the sun is blazing hot I'd be outside and I start with one mile and I started two miles three miles four miles five miles then I started running then I started running six miles Then running seven miles then like got to the point where like my friends and I we had like um the Nike run app and like Fitbit and they were like you need oh dang (laughs) you're like why why do you have like five million steps and I was like I must walk in I'm flying, but I am walking five miles, like, you know, mm-hmm. so I'm like, oh. um, so what has COVID really done for me? It gave me space and opportunity to think mm-hmm. and ideate about how to improve my business. It gave me space to think about how to increase the leads in my business. It gave me space to execute. It gave me space to work on myself physically and mentally And it also gave me space to really work on the relationships that mattered to me, like with my mom, my brother, my friend, you know, it it gave me space to do all of that in the same 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Yep. And it was crazy because even now I've had to like take some of those lessons and realize the world won't end if I don't go to this party. The world won't end if I don't pick up this call. The world won't end. Well. It will be just
0: fine. It'll be just fine. And I think that's what COVID taught a lot of people. It definitely taught me that. It definitely taught me to slow down. And I was—I definitely changed my whole life during that time. It was some sad times, but it definitely changed my life for the better. I'm not going to lie.
1: Jamaica will change your life, too, because everything is slow. Um, <laughs> but... It's funny because okay. like okay. when I'm like locked in like in Jamaica, I work in my bedroom. So I have like a little like desk set up in front of my bed. Like it's really nothing fancy. I have my bed and then I have my desk and then like you see the rest of my room and then there's like my little workspace. Like I have a oh well that little it's, like, it's a big desk, got the like the big ring light, and I got like things and whatever. And in that moment, like in that space, I'm like super locked in. But then when I go outside, everybody's like, yeah, man, you want to have a drink? I need to eat to eating for dinner. No, I'm going to church. Everybody's just like, easy, breezy. It's easy. <laughs> you know? So even like that, like, it's it's, it's funny because I try, I try to like, find the balance where Jamaica doesn't permeate my my business mind too much, but on the
0: weekends just permeates my entire body. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. So, um, what is a saying or quote that you go by?
3: Saying
1: or quote that I go by. I don't know if I really go by any specific saying or quote, but like, I guess something that I can think to myself like that I like, I say to myself regularly is, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be okay. And, and I say that because. Again, I have shared about like my dad and my brother this year. And there are days where I didn't think I was going to be okay. Because those two people were like my lifeline. My grandpa is who I called whenever something good happened to me. And my little brother is who I used to benchmark how I would determine if I did a good thing. or Would I be okay if my brother did this? Would I be, would I want to set this example for him? would I be embarrassed if I got arrested for this? Like it's just like those two people were my benchmark and then they just disappeared and I'm still here. And it's like, how can they like not be here and I'm still here and it's okay, it's not okay. And then I was like, but it is, it is okay. Like you're still here, like you still have to live life and figure out how to be productive and how to contribute to society and like how to achieve goals that make you happy because you don't have anybody else to make happy anymore. It's just you. Oh man. So I guess yeah. that's Kind of where I'm at with that one. Um, I still
0: I still like that. It's okay. It's gonna be okay. And people, yeah, sometimes it's that simple. It's gonna be okay. Yeah. That's, that's, that's all have, you can say.
1: I have I have one that my grandfather tell me all the time. And this is like, a, I shared this on a, another podcast too. My grandfather used to say this all the time to me. Um, and he said, without money, you're nothing. Which I tell people all the time, on the on the high level, sounds really vain and really bad. Like feels mm-hmm. sounds really materialistic. But what he would always mean or express thereafter was... If someone controls your purse strings, they control you. And so you have no control over what you want to do in life, right? And so your boss, your parents, like whoever is contributing financially to your life tells you what to do and when to do it and how to do it. But the minute when you control it and you can be like, I can walk away from this and still be self-sustaining, it's a whole different it's a whole different ball game. And I He reminded me of that frequently, and it's funny because when he died, and I didn't really give it too much thought, right? Like, so he left my brother money and my mother money, and like, you know, even like his children, like my 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 uncle, everybody got money. I didn't get any money, Mm. and I never noticed it. I didn't. I literally, I didn't notice that I was the only one who didn't get money. Mm. Mind you, everybody knew. And everybody still knows I'm the favorite. That's just facts. I'm the mm-hmm. favorite. And I never even thought about the fact that he never left me any money. Never thought mm-hmm. about it. But I gave it some thought. the other. I was like, wait a minute. Because then my brother died and then my mom was like, I'm going to give you the money that your grandfather left for him. I was like, wait, so everybody got money except for me? Mm-hmm. And my grandma was like, your grandfather always said, you knew how to make money, so you never needed that. Mm-hmm. But you don't like to save the money <laughs> and be like, I can not know how to make money, but she don't put on none. Which by the way is not exactly true. <laughs> but you know, I, I was I always knew how to like find a way to like tell everybody to jump off a cliff and die because I want to control my own life. Anyway. Wow.
0: I love that. I love That's that message. That's a rabbit hole. That's a rabbit hole. <laughs> No, it's fine because my show is all about stories and getting deep behind the veil, you know, like getting deep. Because, you know, a lot of times people have small talk. No Nobody know, really knows people's stories. So that's why I did this podcast really is to to go behind the veil. What's going on in people's lives? So I like that you said that because we're living in a capitalistic world and there's things that hold people to certain things they don't like or bound to people they don't like and make mm-hmm. them miserable because of money. So it's important to be self-efficient. I love it. I love that your, your grandpa left that. So um, before we wrap it up, I just want to I just want to say thank you for showing up and thank you for being here on my podcast. I'm so grateful. I mean, I love your message. You're a powerful woman. Please support her. Um, and where can people book with you? Like, where can people get get your services? And what events yeah, you have girl, coming up? If you if you want to work with me,
1: even if like let's say you don't want to work with me, let's say you have like zero dollars and zero cents, but you like want to sit down and have a consultation with me, if you are a listener or a viewer of this specific podcast, you are free to head over to um, the YKMD.com and click the book now, like work with me button. I can't remember what it's called right now. Don't judge me. We test out those buttons all the time. But click a button, schedule a time, Let us know that you heard about us on this podcast and instead of 15 minutes, we'll give you 30 minutes, like complimentary of time to evaluate your business, your marketing resources and assets and figure out the best solution for you. And it's not going to be like a pressure thing. We're not going to try to force you into buying from us. We'll we'll, like literally tell you what the solution is and you can go ahead and take that and work with anybody else. Like, you know, it's all good in the neighborhood. There's enough money for everybody. It's, It's no big deal. Um, I mean, like I said, and even if you don't have money, you better have time. So if you want to
0: take the information we give you and go try and do it
1: yourself, you can do that too. That's all good in the neighborhood.
0: Well, that's a blessing. That's good that you at least given somebody a chance to chat with you and, yeah. and learn from you. So that's a blessing. So thank oh, you for that. And nice. I just want to thank everyone else for tuning in. I had a great time talking with Unique and I hope you all learned something and, and got valuable lessons and everything. And I just want to say peace. Make sure you subscribe, like, and share. And thanks for your time. And everybody be
1: blessed. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
3: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
1: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo when we lost track of time.
3: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky.